Life Podcasts presents The Poorcast with Lauren Palmer. Hands and paws unite to create South Africa's favorite podcast. Hello and welcome to The Poorcast. My name is Lauren Palmer and on today's show we are talking about something very exciting that you all can partake in. It is an event that is with the South African Guide Dogs Association. They want us to sort of push ourselves a little bit with our steps we're taking every day, but we'll get a little bit more into that later. For now, I want to welcome the event planner from the Cape Town branch. It is Jackie Quayle. She's going to chat to us a little bit more about the event, but more importantly about what the association actually does. So welcome, Jackie. Hi, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Um, Tell us a little bit about the guide dogs. What are you guys up to? What's happening during lockdown? So all the dogs are at home with their puppy raisers during lockdowns. There's no training happening at the moment, uh, but I'm sure our puppy raisers are keeping them all happy (laughs) and stimulated over this time. I'm getting lots of videos and photos coming through to me of the dogs doing all cool things. So that's always nice to see. From our side, from the marketing department, the Cape Town, Joburg and Durban branches are all working from home. We've had to come up with new fundraising initiatives, things that we can do online, obviously with all the social distance and the lockdown we aren't able to have our usual events that we would usually do to to bring in money so yeah. we've had a good time now trying to come up with new things <laughs> we're going to talk about our walkathon just now which yes. yeah which is our which is our main project that's going currently but we will have more coming up as well awesome yeah yeah it is definitely testing our abilities but i think that this yes. is something i mean this is going to be the new norm so we're going to have to start yeah. getting a little bit more creative and the little pups i mean i've always wanted to be a puppy raiser i don't know if i can emotionally handle it but let's hear a little bit more about the puppy raisers how does it work you know what's it all about so we breed um the dogs ourselves and the pups are born in our puppy block at the guide dogs association in Joburg. for the first eight weeks of their lives they live in the puppy block with their mom and at around eight weeks they then go to their puppy raisers So now puppy raisers are amazing people. They take care of the pups right up until around about 13 to 16 months. They bring the puppy to puppy classes once a week at the Guide Dogs Association. But they also need to expose the pups to as much as possible. So they take the puppies to our events. When we have events, they take them to the shops with them. They expose them to all sorts of different people all walks of life, all different looking people, um, just to get them to expose to as much as possible before they come in for their formal training, which is at around 16 months. So basically the puppy becomes part of your family. They live with you. They do everything with you. So it's really an amazing thing that puppy raisers do because then they've got to, you know, give that pup back. Yeah. Um, but knowing that it's going to an amazing cause, I think makes it all worth it. If I did it at some point in my life, if I found the courage to do it, once you once you let go of that pup, I mean, you have to you have to take another one. Yes, we, most <laughs> of our puppy raisers are actually repeat puppy raisers. Once they raise that first puppy, they they do keep coming back, which is amazing for us because they become part of the family and they become part of the team. Yeah. Some of our puppy raisers have had up to ten pups, which is which is really really great. Yeah, are they able to like keep track of where those pups are? You know, can they like check in? <laughs> <laughs> they can check in with us. They can definitely check in with us and find out how the pups are doing. Some yeah. puppy raisers do make friends with the I'm new sure. owners and then keep up to date. It's, it's wonderful for both sides. It's wonderful for the puppy raisers to know who the pup's with. And it's really lovely for the owner to now be able to chat to that person to hear about the pups, their first months of life. And exactly. Yeah, so they do keep in contact, yes. 
And in terms of allocation, how do you even begin to decide which pup goes to which human? And, you know, how, how do you even begin that process? Our trainers are really, really good at this. So our trainers spend so much time with the dogs that they learn their personalities and they learn their, their traits. And they can then, after the dog has finished their, their formal training, is ready to be paired with their human. They can, they can see which person the dog will, will suit. So it's not a first-come, first-served basis with the waiting list for the dogs yeah. because they might have, that's just come out of training, a dog that is really energetic and a fast walker. So that'll need to go with somebody who is also a fast walker, maybe a younger person, somebody that's out and about all day and quite active. Or they might have a, a slower a slower more more calm dog that would need to then go with a person that maybe works at a desk all day and that the dog wouldn't mind sitting sitting at their feet and getting some some head scratches during the yeah. day rather than running around. So, <laughs> so they're actually really good at pairing them up um, yeah. and it's amazing to see how well they pair. It's so incredible. I mean, and this might be yeah. a very dumb question, but is it only blind people? Are there other disabilities that you address? How do you go into that so, at all? Yeah, so we um, do, obviously we have guide dogs for the visually impaired. We also breed and train service dogs for the physically disabled, people in wheelchairs mainly. Very cool. And we also breed autism support dogs for, for children with autism. And those are our th- three that we do. I mean, how incredible. Those stories that come back must be so rewarding and just make everything worthwhile. So amazing and so rewarding, yes. And then in terms of the pups who don't pass, Poor babies. How does that work? <laughs> no, I know a friend of mine, a friend of mine did it when I was in high school and she had the cutest black little pooch. And he was just, he was just not interested. I, I think he failed. I know there's like lots of tests you have to pass leading up to if I'm wrong. And then it got to the final one and it just, it just didn't work. He just didn't want to. Oh. So we do have, we do have dogs. We, we like to call it a change of career. The ones that don't actually pass or are unable to, for, for whatever reason it might be, unable to become guide dogs, the puppy raisers have the option to keep them. Okay. They can keep them as pets. Yes, which is mainly what happens. And the puppy raisers will keep them as a pet. Me working at the Cape Town branch, uh, we've, we've had a few of our puppy raisers with the dogs that weren't able to become guide dogs. They've then signed their dogs up to an initiative called Top Dogs. which oh, um, the therapy dogs. Yes. Therapy dogs, yes. So, so they still do have a calling. <laughs> they just change career. So they're all still happy and loved and stay in their homes, stay with their humans, even if they aren't able to become guide dogs. What are some of the reasons? Why would, why would a dog fail? A dog um, could possibly fail for any medical reason. Okay. Um, so, you know, if, for example, their, their hips or their, their elbows aren't good, they wouldn't be able to become a, a guide dog or working dog. It's really not fair on them at yeah. all. Also... You know, there's things such as dog distraction. If they are distracted by anything, they can't really be a guide dog. Uh, if they get distracted by another barking dog as they're walking down the street, that's, Fair, that's yeah. those are the main reasons yeah. that, that dogs would change career. Yeah, It's so hard. I mean, I would be hoping that my dog fails every time. <laughs> It's, it's such a catch-22. You like want exactly. the dog to pass and help someone, but the other side, you're like, oh, I want you. <laughs> it is a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, our puppy races are amazing, though. They, they really obviously want their dogs yeah. to pass um, and really to make that difference. And, and it is so sad when they have to say goodbye, but it's really worth it when they see 
who their dog's going to. Yeah, it is worth it. Okay, so now tell me a little bit about this event. I'm shitting myself a little bit, but tell me (laughs) what have I signed myself up for? Okay, so you've signed yourself up for the Step Up for Guide Dogs Walkathon Challenge. So we have put together a walkathon challenging the participants to take 100,000 steps between the 11th of May and the 18th of May. And it's all to raise funds for us. So we are hoping that we'll be able to go out and about and take our dogs for walks and things so that we can get our steps up. We have to wait and see what the what the rules are now with yes. the little bit of the lifted lockdown. We'll wait to hear. But this can be done at home. <laughs> you can run up and down your passage or <laughs> dance around your lounge or whatever you need to do to get to those 100,000 steps within the within the week. It's actually eight days we've given you to do it. So eight days. So kind for that today. <laughs> you know, we do our best. <laughs> and um, the way to, to raise the funds is we're asking people to set up a, a page on Given Game. So we've set up the event on Given Game. And you go along and obviously sign up and set up your page. You post pictures of you working out and walking the dog and running up and down the stairs. And you also post pictures of your step count, which obviously you can do on your, uh, if you've got a, a fitness watch, um, a step counter, or even on your phone, that's all yeah. that you have on your phone. Answer steps. And you post pictures at the end of the day of how many steps you've done. And at the end, we're hoping you're going to get to 100,000. And you ask your sponsors, ask friends, family, colleagues, businesses, whoever you know, to sponsor you to walk those 100,000 steps. And all funds will then go to Guide Dogs. You make it sound much easier <laughs> than it is. <laughs> Just put into perspective, I mean, that's like 14 <laughs> kilometers a day. Yes, it is. But you know, we need a challenge. How many of us have on the couch <laughs> yeah i know me too i have been i mean i've been trying to do i've been trying to do like one kilometer two kilometer walks but i mean around a garden it's so boring so i mean this I is something to to light the fire under your bum yes exactly and and I, as i've said to my colleagues as well i mean we don't have to walk i'm gonna have little dance parties in my lounge yeah. <laughs> and as you said or, earlier before before we started recording where you said um you know your housework or you walking up and down for the day. It does add up. It's not just your exercises and your workouts. It does all add up. Yes, we're not just asking you to just count those steps from the workout you've done. It's your whole day's steps. So maybe even if you're working at your desk, just stand up and march on the the spot while you're you're typing (laughs) and and that sort of thing. It kind of all adds up at the end. (laughs) I mean, Jackie, you're probably quite fit. I mean, I heard you're the one who came up with this. Yes, you know, if you are not usually someone that that would take this amount of steps, then we've also got the option where you can enter as a team. So you don't have to take all the 100,000 steps. As a team, you can collectively take 100,000 steps. So if you want to enter with your husband, then you can each take 50,000. Or if you want to enter with three of your friends, you can divide it out amongst yourselves to make it a little bit a little bit easier. So okay. you don't have to take full 100,000. You can divide it out and as a team get to that 100,000 collectively. Okay, that's, that's doable. I feel like that's probably oh. more of a reachable goal. <laughs> more your style. More my style, especially after the lockdown. I mean, going for, a, going for a walk around the park was the normal. Now it's like, you know, a walk to the bathroom seems far. <laughs> What I want to do is I want to challenge, I want to put up posts about it and get people to join in, um, even if it just gets some people up and about. And the other thing I wanted to ask before I forget, do you have to be doing steps with your dogs? 
can you just post videos of no, you doing you, no, you can, it can, you can just do a walk be, by you yourself can, you can do a walk by yourself uh it doesn't have to be with your dogs i think initially when we thought of the when we were thinking of the event we were thinking of i was personally thinking about my poor dog who really he's such an active dog and has wanted to he usually goes out we take him running every day and we haven't been able to for for five weeks now so i have been running up and down my garden with him and i think that's sort of how this whole thing started um so you definitely don't have to be walking with your pets but but if you can take them for a run because they'll love you for it and I mean with people posting photos and stories I think it's going to be such a exciting thing for us to have something to be excited about yeah it's 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 hard I mean I'm sure everyone everyone who has to create content and all this sort of stuff we you know we're all tired of the same lockdown stuff we all want something new exciting and I think this is really really cool and something that I would love to get on board with exactly and what we're also doing and maybe also something to maybe get people on board is we are giving some prizes. Sure. So we're going to give prizes, um, first of all, for the highest amount of money raised. Yeah. Um, also, if just to add a little bit of fun to it, uh, we are encouraging people to dress up while they, while they exercise <laughs> and take their steps. So we're Jackie, the you're killing me. Individual. <laughs> Best dressed individual and best dressed team, you know, just come up with something fun. Our marketing manager and Joe Berg suggested, well, since we haven't been able to do, to wear our fabulous clothes for the last five weeks, we've all been sitting in our tractor yeah. pants. Why don't we dress up like smart and go for a walk around the garden? Oh, that's uh, lovely. <laughs> I mean, I know, it's true. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, do yourself up, go for a stroll around the garden and take some photos. It could be fun. For everyone that raises... 500 rand or more for the association we will be giving out um we we're doing special printed runners buffs which are kindly donated by our sponsors bob martin so we're also going to be giving those out to anyone that raises over 500 rand so there's lots of perks to yeah, take yeah absolutely <laughs> okay jackie i'll do it before we end the podcast i want to know how can Besides just the event, how else can people get involved with you guys? How can we, you know, we can puppy raise, um, but how else can people actually help you guys? Okay, we've got loads of ways that you can help us. Best thing to do is to go to our website, which is guidedog.org.za. You can see there, there's a whole list of ways that you can help, but I can briefly explain to you. Please do. First of all, we have dog. Yeah, we have dog sponsorships. So um, you can actually sponsor a working dog. It costs the association 100,000 rand to train one dog. This is why our, our fundraising initiatives are so important to us. Mm-hmm. We don't get any government funding. Uh, so we rely on donations and fundraising initiatives to, to have the money to train all of our dogs and to keep going. So there's dog sponsorship. We have different tiers of dog sponsorship. You can start off with a 5,000 Rand puppy sponsorship, which, which sponsors a puppy for the first 12 months of their life. And that goes all the way up to a titanium sponsorship of 100,000 Rand, which is for a full dog sponsorship to become a working dog but you can see all the different tiers on our facebook page and the amounts we also um for you know you can help us by doing monthly direct debits to us you can sign up for those also once-off donations are always greatly appreciated Always. You can add us as a beneficiary on your My School card. Some people don't know about that one. Ooh, so your your My School card that you go and swipe at Woolies, you can add us as a beneficiary on that. So you just go onto the website and just follow the prompts. But also, you know, if 
if for any reason you get stuck with that, you could always email us and okay. we, we can talk you through that. Other ways to, to help us is obviously attend our events when we're allowed to have events again. Maybe uh, yeah, sign up to attend our events, but also attend our virtual events, which is, yeah. which is actually a lot easier. Yeah. And you, know, you can keep up to date with everything we're doing. You can sign up to our mailing list. So if you go to our website, again, guidedog.org.za, and you click on contact us, then you can join the mailing list. And then you can get all the mails about what we're doing and the different initiatives and how we're raising funds and get cute photos of puppies and awesome. all sorts of stuff. So yeah, yeah so that's, that's also a fun way of doing it. But if you, if, if people are interested in helping us in any way, even if they just want to help out at an event, you know, be, be a volunteer. A volunteer yeah. Yes. Then they can email me. So my email address is jackieq at guidedog.org.za. So it's J-A-C-K-I-E and the letter Q at guidedog.org.za. And yeah, maybe then when events and fundraising, fundraising initiatives start up again, we can, you guys can be a volunteer. We, we do events in Cape Town, Joburg and Durban. So there's all sorts of fun awesome. to be had. <laughs> I think it's incredible. I think this is something really exciting for everyone to join in on. We can be a little community without being too close. <laughs> thank you so oh, much, Jackie. Just, I'm, I'm so excited for this. I have to tell oh, you. Thank I think, you. We're I, excited that you're joining us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just hope I finish it somehow. Not sure yet, but somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you will. You will. Are you teaming up with somebody? I think, I think I'll definitely be teaming up with someone. I mean, I am with my brother and my mom and my boyfriend. So one of them or two of them or three of them will be joining me. Yes, and you can all join in. That makes it so much easier. And you can take some great photos of the group all working out together. Exactly. Before we go, you have to answer a personal question. So prepare yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> from, from one of your pooches. Okay, so you have to choose one of your dogs. Tell us a little bit about that dog and then tell us what you want that dog's Tinder bio to be. Okay, you have yeah. put me on this. I did. <laughs> you put me on the spot, so now it's my turn to put you on the spot. Right. So I have an amazing dog named Loki. He is a pavement special. He is a cross between, wait for it, a bourbon, a boxer, and a chape, all mixed into into oh, one. Please. And he is just the love of my life. I just yeah. love him to bits and pieces. Okay, so for a Tinder profile, that's interesting. Uh, he can be the total cliche. He, um, he can say he loves long walks on the beach, uh, loves living an active lifestyle, yep. and has the dreamiest eyes, blue-green, beautiful, beautiful eyes just to die for. I mean, I think all the girls are going to be swiping right. Oh, totally. <laughs> thank you. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this. I know that it's always better when we're in studio and face-to-face, but I just think, you know, this sort of information is so important for everyone to just sort of educate themselves. So I just want to say thank you, thank you for taking the time this morning to chat with me. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. Life Podcasts presents The Podcast <laughs> with Lauren Palmer.